This month on Substances, we're focusing on the voices of women and how with one woman at a time, the world can become a better place. Today, we're speaking with Phyllis, who not only is a fitness instructor at the YMCA in Central Harlem in New York City, but is also a police officer who has worked in New York for the past 24 years and plans to do one more year. She speaks with us today about the importance of respect, of never judging a situation without hearing both sides and always bringing positivity to the table. She inspires people every day to become better versions of themselves. Enjoy this sweet and short podcast as we speak with a woman who is really making a difference. Okay, can you start off with just telling me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you're doing here in Harlem? I sure can. So, I am Phyllis Elaine Spencer Lennon. <laughs> uh, I'm a fitness instructor, and a lot of people don't know that I'm a New York City police officer. Really? I have no idea. See? <laughs> uh, I'm proud to say I'm one of the good ones. This is uh, my 24th year, believe it or not. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I have one more year. I'm going to do 25 and okay. out. Okay. <clears throat> So I say that to say, um, you know, you have good and bad and everything, but I do, I'm proud to say that I'm one of the good ones. You have good teachers, you have good doctors, you have bad teachers, you have bad doctors. Just like you have good cops, you have bad cops. Um, I believe that all cops should be held accountable for what they do. So you should um, hold that job to the utmost respect because you are out there setting a good example and you should always do that. So that CPR that they talk about, courtesy, professionalism, and respect, you have to give that. And being an officer, I do my best to always do that. So what got you interested in being an officer? Oh my gosh, yeah. you don't want to know. You don't really no? want to know. I was 11 years old, and I, okay. got, I got caught stealing grapes. Okay. My favorite fruit. And that officer picked me up, because I thought I could outrun him. Yeah. You know, I was in good shape. I was yep. an athlete and all that. Hmm. He ran me down, picked me up, put me in the car, and I, I'll never forget that feeling where I was so ashamed and upset at myself for doing that. Right. And uh, I told myself that one day I'm going to be a New York City police officer, uh, not a New York, but I was going to be a police officer and make okay. sure I do the right thing. And sure enough. <clears throat> okay. So where did you grow up then? I grew up in New Jersey. Okay. Like South Jersey. So uh, uh, that's where uh, my mom and my dad and stuff are from. And... Um, I went to college for two years in Philadelphia, and then I moved to New York. Okay. And then actually I dated a cop, and uh, he told me about the test coming up, and I took the test, and sure enough, 24 years later, I was a police officer. A police officer. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Can you tell me a little bit about like what your day-to-day life looks like as a police officer, and then also just how you balance it with being a fitness instructor? Yes. Okay. So being an officer, I, I always told myself that I have to stay in shape. Okay. Now, you have some officers who are not in such great shape, and that's something that everyone should try to do. Stay in good shape, because yeah. you're out there to try to help. So that was something that I always loved. I call it my natural high, okay. you know, working out and staying in shape. So, um, and now I, I'm a fitness instructor part-time, so I get paid yeah. to stay in shape. That's awesome. And then it helps me to do a better job as an officer. Um, I'm not on the street that much anymore. I work inside a lot now, because okay. um, I have a little seniority, and um, I do a lot of paperwork. Okay. So I help um, with the paperwork, because you know, with every job, there's, there's the ins and outs of it, and Absolutely. the paperwork is what I do mostly now. But uh, sometimes I do go on um, special um, assignments, like the parades, or if the president's in town, something like that, I'll do those assignments, yeah. Okay. But uh, it's, it's fun. Um, um, you said uh, everyday life. Uh, 
I do a nine to five pretty much. Okay. Like I said, I'm inside a lot, so I, I don't work on the street as much. So kudos to those officers who are out there risking their lives every day. I don't do that that much anymore. So uh, I say a prayer for them every day and, and for myself because people see you in the uniform and unfortunately you have some that just don't like you. Yeah, there's a stigma about it. Absolutely. And, exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I do my best, like I said, to do the, be to do the best I can and to be safe. Fair enough. So a big part of what we do at Substances is diving into like big issues and stuff that we've been talking about. And obviously in the last two years, there's been a lot of issues with cop and then personnel on the street. And you were talking about being a good cop. What does it mean for you to be a good cop? And how do you, um, I guess, confront some of the stuff that you, you have to as a cop versus as just a citizen? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, that does. <clears throat> So with me being a good cop, um, I say one of the good ones because I do give respect. I try not to judge people. Um, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. You have to make sure uh, that you're doing the right thing to show that you have respect so that you can get the respect. Um, yet with all the stuff going on nowadays, we have to be very careful because there is, we have a bad reputation, unfortunately. Um, so. Um, I do my best to do the right thing and be respectful so that I can get respect. You have to give it so you can get it. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So because this is an audio podcast and we might dive into like racial issues with it, do you find it easier right now being an African-American cop? Whereas like maybe the stigma with a white cop or Caucasian cop would be different? Cops in the past several years have gotten a bad reputation from a variety of different angles, especially cops who arrest people based on assumptions, particularly the racial assumptions. Phyllis practices being a good cop no matter what by always showing respect to the people that she's talking to. At a time when cops are intended to keep us safe, but are also feared in some sense, it is the good cops that are able to have good conversation and have the ability to assert authority, but also so that they too are citizens who merely want to be protected. I don't know if it's easier <laughs> yeah. um, because the, the racism exists within, the, within NYPD and with any police department. Absolutely. It, it exists. So um, we have to just be very careful. You hope that um, whoever you're working with, white, black, Hispanic, Chinese, whatever they are, that they do the right thing and they give the respect that, that they're supposed to so that you can get the respect. So it, it's going to be hard either way. And then being a woman, yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's another thing that sometimes, uh, you know, men don't want to listen to you. They're like, oh, who are you trying to tell me what to do? And uh, you just, just got to be careful. I said most, most important is to be respectful so that hopefully you can get that respect back. As a woman, what are some things that you do to like make sure that you get that respect up front? Because I feel like women have to put in like a little extra effort sometimes of assertiveness or something in the beginning to make sure that they they do gain that respect. What mm -hmm. do you say you do? Uh, I don't know if there's really anything that I do. I just try to... Uh, I really don't know what I really do um, because they can see that I'm a woman, yeah, right? Absolutely. And they see me in the uniform or they know that I'm somewhat in charge and I just try to be, again, be respectful so that hopefully they'll give me that respect. Right. Yeah. What are some things that you do that are respectful? What are like your go-to, I guess? Mm -hmm. yeah. Smile, okay. look them in the eye, um, okay. make sure I listen and, and try not to judge. You know, you, got, you have to hear their side so that you can, you know, um, do your job accordingly. You okay. Know? 
And where have you been a cop? Have you always been like in a part of New York City or how does that work, I guess? Is there a certain district that you so I um, I started out transit, so I was okay. in, I was a cop in the subway system. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I rode those trains for eight years, up and down the A line, the D line, up to Brooklyn, to Queens. You wow. know, so we patrolled the um, the subway system. Okay. You know, people jumping jumping in turnstiles, people stealing and running into the you know subway system, things like that. Okay. And then uh, and then I worked over uh, over at One Police Plaza. Okay. So that's where I started doing security for the building. Okay. And, you know, thinking about that right now, I saw when the buildings fell at 9-11. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was right there. I was in that area. I saw them fall. Oh, my gosh. God bless everybody. It, it, it was, it was, it was yeah. horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. So, um, yeah, I was doing security for the building. So, um, yeah, I was right there in the area when it happened. So God bless everybody that was a part of that. Oh my goodness, I just recently went to the museum and obviously I was I was only in second grade when I saw it happen and I remember watching like watching the towers come down on the TV and being like, Mom, this isn't real. Like there something just happened and this this cannot be cannot be real and then getting to school that day and having it be something that like in Colorado obviously touched us but it was nothing like having, having been, you were right there a right few blocks away. That's absolutely insane. Okay, being a fitness instructor, are there any, um, I guess, stereotypes that you've had to confront being a fitness instructor? And also, can you talk a little bit about your passion? On t- yeah. Well, I don't know about any uh, stereotypes, so um, I'm pretty confident, and I'm thankful for that and to my mom and my dad. <laughs> you know, my motto is, you've got to love yourself. So I kind of um, say that in every class because we come in all shapes and all sizes. You have got to work with what you got and make it better. So I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I'm too big or I'm too small or I can't do it. Yes, you can. One day at a time, work at your own pace, work at your own level, and just try to eat healthy, work out so that you can be healthier. You know, you have to love yourself so that you can be around longer for the ones that uh, you want to love. And then, of course, you got to love yourself. So. Why not keep it healthy, work out, and love yourself, and, and do it do it in a, a good way, a fun way. What's your favorite workout? Class I feel like, ooh, dance party. I call it dance, dance party. party, yeah, or beginner funky Zumba. So I'm a dancer. You know, I should have been yes. on Broadway. That's my really... <laughs> Growing up, I was like, oh, I'm going to be on Broadway one day. So when I came to New York, I found out that there was thousands other uh, dancers that were so much better. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to be on Broadway, but I can get up and teach a class and do a good exactly. job. Exactly. So that's a, what I do. It's a lot of fun. It's working out so much fun. I feel like for a lot of people who have like the innate competitive edge or something, like dancing's a go-to thing that yes. like, you don't even think that you're working out, but yep. it you makes make it, it a fun. lot of fun. You move and groove and dance and have a good time. And you have to love yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. That's why I originally, after your first class, I was like, I had gone to a couple other classes here and I was like, eh, they're okay, like nothing, but you are an incredible. Ah, you're sweet. Thank you. Keep coming back, girl. (laughs) Um, Okay, you are also a mother, so you kind of do it all. Can you talk a little bit about how you balance being a fitness instructor, being a police officer, and being a mother? All right, well, being a mom, that is a job and a half. My son is 18 now, but as I was growing, um, as he was growing up, he came to all my classes. Okay. So one of the things that when I first uh, started working here at the Y, when I came for the interview, guess who I brought? 
Your my son. son. Yeah. And I explained to them, I said, listen, he, he's a part of me. And of course, you know. And yeah. they're, they're very um, family-oriented and family-friendly here. They're like, you know what? You can bring him to class. He's like, then you got me. So yeah. I joined. I'm, actually, I became a member. Um, I started working here. And okay. then, you know, I got a family membership for my husband and my son. And we've been here ever since. Love it. <laughs> when was that that you started? Uh, well, he's 18 now. So okay. when he was like two, I think. Oh my goodness! Yeah, a long time. Wow. Okay. Yeah, long time. Did <laughs> you start instructing that very year then? That yes. Okay. Uh, two. What are we in? This is 2017. Yep. Oh, I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it's, okay. been, it's been 11 years. Okay. Wow. You've been That's here. That's awesome. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to tell our audience about? I mean, our whole month, our whole next month is about just like women and women who like have large voices and are able to like make a difference. So if there's anything that you want to like tell the women out there, the listeners. I say keep it positive. Make sure you love yourself. And if you're ever in Harlem, come to the Harlem Y and check out my class. Everybody say what? You got to love yourself. Love it. Thank you so much. They call me Love Yourself Phyllis. You got it. Bye. Phyllis is a woman who does it all. She works as a cop full time, pursues her passion of fitness by being an instructor at the YMCA, and is the mother of an 18-year-old. She does it all by being confident and being positive. She's an example of a woman who makes a difference daily, whether it is in law or the positive perception that people in her class are gaining about themselves. She is a strong, go get em woman, the kind that we at Substances love. If you have any women in your life that deserve a shout out, reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram. We're celebrating women of all kinds all month, and we'd love to hear about the ones who really make a difference in your life.